0: are all realtors worth their commissions hell no hey there welcome to the simple podcast and i'm the simple investor todd c slater today we're going to be talking about realtors are you a realtor are you part-time or full-time or have you even been thinking about being a realtor what about selling your own home Well, today we're gonna be talking about that in depth as I start to talk about some of the things that I've experienced throughout my career and what it looks like for the future. And then we're gonna start taking a look at our new segment called TNT. That's right, Todd's nasty tirade. And Hey, listen, before I get started on that, make sure you subscribe, you can turn around and make sure we keep you up to date on what's happening here at the simple podcast. And by the way, the most important thing I try to focus on is the world of real estate. You know, one of the most important things that you need to know coming up every single week. And by the way, we're not going to just report the news. We're going to predict the real estate news. And that's one of the most important things we can do. But Hey, you know what? It's time for TNT. And I gotta tell ya, you, know, when we talk about realtors, you know, are all realtors worth their commissions? Hell no! For most of them, not even close. But I gotta tell you, out there, there are some real pros. And yes, they are worth their commissions. But the question is, are you one of those people? Because when we talk about realtors, you know, there's such a diverse group out there. Some of them are part-time. They have another full-time job. Heck, you want to do an offer and you have to wait for the guy to finish his job at the end of the day before he can even address it. Because guess what? He's making his money somewhere else. So why? Why should a part-time realtor make as much as you do when you're full-time? I mean, let's be real. It is a huge amount of money and so many people are complaining nowadays, especially coming out of COVID. You know what? Prices went through the roof. Realtors weren't doing a whole lot. The part-timers were coming in. They're making a pant load of money. And all of a sudden, boom, there are the pros. You know what? I don't buy it. Not for a chance. When we talk about realtors, we know there are some really good ones out there. You know who you are. You can look in the mirror every single day and know that you are a professional because you do this full time. But if you're somebody that turns around and you've got another full-time job and you do this stuff part-time, you know what? You're lying to yourself if you think you are worth the commissions that you are charging right now. Not a chance. And hey, guess what happens? You know, in a market like today, one of the most important things that we find out when the market goes down, we get rid of the riffraff. And that's really important because you know what? We wanna make sure we focus on keeping the real estate industry filled with professionals people that are going to watch out for one person only. You know who that is? The client. Forget about your commissions for a minute, okay? Your commissions don't matter, okay? What does matter is your client. You know this. Deep down, the true professional realtor isn't worried about his commissions, okay? They don't, you know? Him, her, they don't. That's the one important thing. And by the way, What is with these glamour shots in the industry? I can't believe it. It's insane. You know, they got Botox, they've got, you know, makeup, they're working on their hair. And I'm just talking about the men. Don't get me started on the females. Okay. These glamour shots, I mean, holy smokes, they're 20 years old. So you turn around, you see this advertisement, you're expecting to have this person walk in and you say, Hey, why would you send your parents? Okay, so in the end, when we talk about real estate, we talk about commissions, you know, there's a reason why there's a huge group that are trying to sue realtors for commissions because you know what? There's a lot of them out there that didn't truly, truly earn it, but I will commend every one of you, and you know who you are, you know who I'm talking to, the true real estate professional that invests in the business, but more importantly, invests in their client. Keep doing what you're doing because you're the ones who are going to make it through any marketplace and you're the ones who we count on to keep the industry professional. Look, you know, sometimes when I start talking about real estate, you can obviously tell I get pretty worked up and maybe it's because I spent a lot of years in the business. So I do want to talk to you today about this. This is really important, okay, because... When I first started in the early 90s in real estate, the market was just coming out of a pretty tough time. The huge market crash, late 80s, early 90s. And we take a look at real estate and you know, all of a sudden, people wanted to become realtors, but they treated it as a profession. And when I came into the business, it was amazing because I think I actually was kind of the outlier. I couldn't wear a tie. My neck was too big. You know, I'd just been a a professional athlete for so many years and I decided to go into the business because I just, I liked the business. I'd been a contractor, you know, I turned around and I thought, you know what? I want to become a professional realtor. So what did that mean? Well, You got to take it seriously and when i first started i ended up working with first-time homebuyers. okay and this is what most realtors do and and for those of you that are considering going into the business i need you to think about your steps of the business okay first and foremost it is a business forget about a paycheck for a minute just pretend that you are going into a business you are the company okay you are the company now forget about also your face because this is one of the things people won't remember your face So let's start off with the number one tip I can give you today. If you truly want to, A, become a realtor, come into the business, make sure you're doing it full-time. You know how I feel about part-timers. And B, if you want to be successful, okay? Right now, let's say you're a realtor that's struggling a little, you know, just got in the business struggling. Do they remember your name? okay, because that's one of the most important things. Your name means everything to you as a realtor. So one of the things I established right out of the gate was my name is Todd C. Slater, okay? I've carried that brand now for 30 years into two separate businesses. One is a realtor, and now is a simple investor. Now, one of the things that I did learn in the early days was that if I told people my name enough times guess what ended up happening? They would start calling me. They would use me. They would see my sign and they go, I remember that guy's name because I made sure that it was done in a different font. I made sure it was everywhere and it was my name, not my face. You know, I got a great face for radio, but in the end I wasn't worried about my looks. I was worried about my name and that in itself you need to focus on right out of the gate. So if you're going to become a realtor or you're struggling with your business, ask yourself why? It's not just the economy. It's just not a downturn in the market. These are the kind of things that people have to realize. There are people that have to sell, no matter what the market's doing. If you're about to lose your house, you're gonna to have to sell. If you get you know, repositioned in your job, you gotta move, you're gonna to have to sell. If you're gonna get a divorce, you're gonna to have to sell. Then you gotta buy something, maybe a rent, okay? You still have to use an agent. So the reason why you wanna focus on your name so much is you need people to know who to call, okay? First and foremost, one of the most important things. Now, as I fast-forwarded through my career, you know, I worked with buyers, and and any agent that's been in it for a long time says, you know, it's really tough working with buyers. It's not if you focus on the right buyer, because guess what? That buyer is going to do. They're going to refer you, and they're going to turn around and they'll move up. So I focused on first-time homebuyers right out of the gate, and it was funny. My first ten months, I sold 28 homes my first 10 months people are "Are you crazy and you know what the incredible thing is I probably put almost 70,000 miles on my van that I bought to you know cart people around so I learned the hard way that I shouldn't have been a taxi cab driver but that was okay because I knew what I was doing I was focusing on my buyers it didn't matter if you need to see five more homes I'll show you five more homes and in the end they all bought And the best part about it is, years later, I sold every single one of those buyers out of that house and into another one. They remembered me, they remembered my service, and said, yep, you know what? We're going to go with Todd, he's our realtor for life. So how do you get to the next level? You know, Everybody talks about real estate agents. They talk about commissions. I mean, commissions, of course, is the measuring tape. It's so funny how everybody turns around and says, what club are you a member of? And they immediately whip out their 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 pay stub and say well as a matter of fact i made two hundred thousand dollars this year you know why is it that we always have to measure ourselves by our paycheck well that's because that tells you volume and maybe you have a lot of little sales or you know one big sale but in real estate being a realtor isn't about commissions and if you can kind of you know wrap your head around this it should be about people knowing that you're the professional to deal with. So what are they going to do? The first person they think of is you. They're not going to go sit there and say, who's got the best commissions. They're not going to turn around and interview three, four more people. When you have something to say and they know you're the right person, they go with you. So here's the thing, you know, we can sit there and we put our name out, but how about the fact you got to know about your job, right? Cause you know, if you're just a salesman, You know, fine, go sell shoes, go sell used cars. But if you're gonna be a realtor, there's so much more to it. Do you know the first thing about the product you're selling? You know, when people turn around and they say, I'm gonna create a farm area. So a farm area, of course, is where you send your advertising every week, every two weeks, every single month. They know you, they know you. You keep sending it out, sending it out, sending it out. You wanna become a listing agent when you have a farm area, okay? And by the way, there's an expression in the business. It's called list to last. I agree with it wholeheartedly. The bigger part of my career was spent listing homes. I'd carry 30, 40 listings at a time. You know, the funny thing is when they called me, it wasn't that they're going to entertain anybody else. They called me and said, Todd, can you come over and list our house? I didn't have to compete. I didn't have to compete on my commissions. They said, we see your sold signs everywhere. Bingo. That's the number one thing you want them to see. How do you get there though? Okay. You can't just walk in and give them a low ball price. You got to know their, your product. So this is one of the things that you've got to do. If you're gonna be one of the best in the industry, know the product, okay? Yeah, you gotta go to open houses. Yeah, you have to inspect homes. You know, go know every single builder, get floor plans, understand how the house is built. You've got to know this stuff because. There's gonna come a time where you're gonna to have to flex your intelligent muscle. Okay, it'll be during a negotiation. Somebody's gonna come in. they're gonna give you an offer. And if they're presenting to your client, they're gonna make a comment. And it could be completely off base, but you've gotta be the strength to say, hey, wait a minute. This house wasn't built that way. It doesn't have that furnace. It doesn't have this insulation. What are you talking about? That's not the windows that we have. And you've got to put the person in the place. You're negotiating on behalf of your client. Remember, why are we here to take care of our client? For those of you that just sat there and said make a commission, you're thinking the wrong business. Okay. You need to turn around and focus on knowledge. Knowledge is key here because once you do that and somebody turns around and they call you up and you know, one of the best phone calls I would get was somebody would sit there and say, Hey Todd, you know, we uh, live over on Lee side and, um, you know, our house is uh, uh, built by Daniels. And I said, really? I said, is it one of the threes and, and they said, yeah. And I said about 1950 square feet. Uh, yeah. And, oh, it's a Dorset model. How did you know? Well, I've sold 30 of them and that's the thing. So when you get that strength, you get that understanding, you get that knowledge, you become the best in the business and that's what you should focus on. Your company has got to be the best. Now again, you could be the best agent in 500 homes. Maybe you want a thousand homes to be the best agent in or 5,000 or 10,000, whatever you are scalable to is what you have to establish, but you've got to make sure you know that product. And again, I am talking about being a listing agent. Why? Because listing agents last. Right now, you can be guaranteed if you're talking to some realtors, they're telling you they're on tough times. Okay. Buyers have, you know, put their hands in their pocket. They're sitting there saying, no, we're not ready to go. Interest rates are too high. There are buyers out there and there are some houses selling. Yeah, we're down. You know, we're probably running at about 60% of where we should be, maybe 70%. And I'm not talking value, I'm talking volume. So when we turn around, we look at these numbers, that means that 60% of the normal transactions are happening, but that still means that there is 60% of houses selling. You want to be on that end? Of course you do. Okay. You're here to create a business. A business needs to move forward all the time. And that's what you need to do. You need to set yourself up so that even in the downturn market, you are doing well. You know, it's funny cause I actually experienced two downturn markets in my career. And when I was doing it, I actually increased my marketing budget and everybody says, Todd, what are you doing, man? Like I get like five flyers a month from you. And I said, yeah. I said, how many are you getting from my competitors? Well, we're not getting any. So mine really stand out now, don't they? See, that's the thing. Own the platform that you're marketing to. For me, big flyers, as big as I possibly could. And on one side of it, by the way, it was my name. And then they'd open it up and see all my listings. Okay. Now remember one thing about marketing too. If you're a realtor, you know, you got to use both sides of the page. Okay. Cause you don't never, never print on one side. I get it. It's going to be pennies to print on the other side, but that's your opportunity to market and market your name and push your name and push your name and push your results. You know what? You know how many times I screamed the first time I ever sold a listing. I think I probably advertised that thing for six months. Okay. But six months later I had 50 listings sell. So within my first two years, I did over 150 deals, okay? And then I just started from there. And you know what? I pretty much was averaging 200 deals a year for my career. So the thing about being a realtor, and I think everybody needs to focus on, is the fact that it's not about you. It's about your client. Because your client, when you do the right job, will do everything possible for you. Put a sold sign up, tell the neighbors, and it all expands from there. These are the kind of things, if you're going to be a professional realtor, and look, for those of you that are, you know, this, I don't have to tell you this. There is a huge group of you that are absolutely awesome. This is part of what you learned. This is part of what we all did together. I can tell you there's a network throughout North America, actually a world of realtors, the real pros. The people that do the big numbers, you know, they all talk about the clubs and every single company has a club of its own. And you know what? The people at the top of the clubs, you know, they put them up on a pedestal because they talk about the actual commissions, you know, like how much did this team make this year? $5 million in commissions. Oh my God, $5 million in commissions. Okay. That's great. But you know what? It still comes down to the individual. I get the teams are a huge thing and there's nothing wrong with you being a a, a progressive agent, having a team work underneath you. You need it. I understand, but it's still down to you. If it's your name on the sign, then it's gotta be the client knowing that you're behind it. And that's the one most important thing that people need to be able to do. They need to be able to reach out to you. If they got a problem, it's great they can deal with an assistant. But if you're going to tur- turn around and just you know let your assistant handle it all, it's not going to help your brand. It's not going to help your name. They still need to know the person behind the brand. Forget about the face. The name is what matters. So look, you know what? I can go on and on about this stuff. I can tell you some of the best marketing techniques ever. You know, I did some crazy, crazy things. You know, when we were talking about real estate. You know, when it came down to advertising, you know, here's the thing I had, a, I had two administrative assistants. Okay. Just cause they had to handle the paperwork. Cause I not, that's not my thing. And you know, one of the things I did, cause we're coming into the Christmas season is I turned around and I bought 5,000 candy canes. Okay. I turned around and had my business card made into a Christmas card. They turned around and tied them with a ribbon on every single candy cane. And then I hired the Boy Scouts, the local troop, to hand deliver them to every single door. And you know the coolest thing? Years later, when it came around Christmas time or just after Christmas, I would go to list a property, and my candy cane was on their Christmas tree. And they said, yeah, we still have your decoration." I thought, you didn't eat it? Well, I wouldn't eat it now. It's a couple years old. But in the end, these are the kind of things you got to think outside the box. But you got to be consistent, okay? Consistency is key when we talk about being a realtor. Look, there's a lot of bad press that's kicking around right now, of course. And you know, they're getting slammed, obviously, with these lawsuits saying you know, commissions are, were fixed and everything else. There were some players. There's some bad players. There's always bad players in every industry. But for the most part, I think that the industry of real estate agents is very, very good. We've got some bad players. You know what? Let's get rid of them. We don't need them. But in the big, big picture of this world, you know what? Real estate is going to be one of the most important things moving forward. You can be part of it or not. But no matter what, everybody's going to either want to own it or rent it. Everybody needs a roof over their heads. As a realtor, you have that ability to make that happen for a lot of families and a lot of people. You just have to decide what are your standards. And you know what? If your standards are here, move them up. Push harder. You know, you're know, you going to find that your clients are going to appreciate it. So look, I'm going to do a couple of segments as time goes on about real estate, okay? Because it's easy for me to tell you, you know, everything in one shot, but it's probably better that if you you subscribe to my channel, okay, I can keep you up to date on some of the cool things that I did over my career, you know, and to accumulate over 3,000 sales, I guess is pretty decent for most people. And for yourself, if you want to have that kind of career, you know what, I'll tell you how I did it. Again, it's not difficult. It can be simple. And of course, if you subscribe, you'll know more about how I did it and became one of the top agents in the world, you know? And then of course I did something that nobody thought possible. I walked away and so many people said, what has he lost it? They called the broker and said, where's he going? And that is another story. And that's how I became the simple investor. Anyways, listen, thanks for tuning in. Really enjoy talking to you. Can't wait for our next program. And again, don't forget to subscribe. I'm Todd C. Slater, the simple investor. You've been tuned into the simple podcast.